you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, you are watching Going In Raw. Like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? This is the most must see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mela is money, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Watching going in the raw. This is the knockout artist Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, Brendel Steve here. Excuse me, Ann Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever fine podcasts can be found. If you're listening to us out there on an audio podcast app, be sure to leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It always really helps. Going in raw and the exposure of going in raw. Ooh, I almost had that one, and then I went off the rails. You're so close. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We had a new Patreon, a new patron yesterday, a new backer yesterday. El Vaquero Eduardo de la Muerte. Eduardo de la Muerte. Welcome to the fold. Welcome. Ed- thank you. Eduardo. Uh, yeah, uh, at a dollar, uh, a dollar and up there on the Patreon, we got a bunch of great reward tiers there. Uh, all go a long way to uh, supporting Going In Raw. Yes, one dollar, uh, number one goes a long way here at Going In Raw, number one. And uh, and what do you get for a dollar, Larson? Oh, what don't you get for a dollar? A lot. That's true. A lot. Yeah, yeah. But you do get some stuff. You do get Going In Raw ad free. Uh, you get your own RSS feed that you can import to your podcast app. Listen to the show ad free, and uh, and also yeah. you get our, our gratitude. And you get one weekly, but that doesn't matter. Nobody cares about our gratitude. Nobody cares about. Well, that. you get a shout out in which we say thanks. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a it thing is. that they but get. Part of the shout out is we showing appreciation oh, sure. for your contribution. But people like having their name read. So that's a thing that we can, you know. Well, that's part of it. It's the show of gratitude as well. Yeah, right. They just like hearing their name read. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so that's good stuff. And then you get a bonus episode uh, overrun once a week. Once a week. So that's fun stuff. It is. Uh, yeah. We have other tiers too, offers other stuff. So check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's, it's, it's good. It's a good way to support going in wrong. It is. Yeah. Do we have any other plugs we need to do before we get started? We still have a bunch of shirts and, and sticker packs at friendomarket.com. Oh, we should do a sale for that on, on New Year's. What do you say? New Year's? Yeah, sure. I'm down. Like a 24-hour sale? Yeah. Bring bring them down to like 20 bucks for you a You got Sunday. it. Well, you guys need to wait till New Year. What is it? New Year's the 1st? Uh, let's do it for the 31st and the 1st. Two whole days. Two entire days? Yeah, man. Oh, man. Rock bottom prices. We got all sorts of backstock back there. Uh, end of year clearance. Out with the old, in with the new. What new? We don't have anything new, though. But we talked about doing new, you know, next year. 
They increased the credit line on our credit card. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> By like $4,000. Don't want to hear that. <laughs> so we can do hoodies now. Well, that's good, but yeah. we got to pay off what's on there first. Yeah, we can do hoodies first. I mean, the whole point. Never mind. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, let's talk about this. It's the thumbnail. It's the title of the show. It's the top story this week. Ronda versus Becky at Mania confirmed. I feel really? like this is borderline, borderline non-news. Well, I mean, it, it kind of... Makes reaffirms sense. confirms stuff we'd heard prior namely uh, that we're gonna get charlotte and ronda at the rumble we've been hearing that for a while from terrorist and survivor series and then the finish of it um this from this week's wrestling observer newsletter of course the words of dave Meltzer: quote as of this week rousey versus lynch is the mania match mm. well okay so yeah that that itself there had been uh you know obviously with the way things are going on smackdown and raw Speculation that, okay, well, what are they going to do? Asuka's extremely over. They seem to have found something good with Charlotte. Could this be a fatal four-way? Is it going to be a triple threat? Uh, right now, Meltzer says, as you said, as of this week, Rousey versus Lynch is the Mania match. He continues, the decision on if it will be the main event and go on last has not been made and probably won't be made until very close to showtime. That is not surprising at all. But it will be one of the most pushed matches and perhaps... The most pushed. That makes uh, end quote. Yeah, it makes all the sense in the world. That makes all the sense. They're gonna push the the crap out of this man. Yeah, and I, I would not surprise me at all. Look, man, weren't Roman Reigns? We're not sure when he's gonna come back. They are. They do. Vince really does love the idea of him main eventing every mania, mania after mania. Here's the thing: when he does come back, it's gonna be huge. That's gonna main event mania. Oh, absolutely. This is your window of opportunity to to kind of. Uh, put a nice bow on the the whole women's revolution thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you, you want to make a, a big your final big historical statement, main event women's division. But it's there but you also it. you, there's that. Also, Becky Lynch is is the hottest wrestler in the entire company. She is amazingly over. So pitting her against. Uh, the top mainstream crossover star WWE has, Ronda Rousey, just makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. You it makes have, all the sense in the world. It's not like, it's not, you're you're not shoehorning this opportunity here. This makes all the sense in the world. It really does. And if they don't do it, ooh. Yeah. Terrible idea. Yeah. I mean, they can have Brock and Seth main event, which all the potential there to be a fun match, maybe, because Seth's involved. Right before TLC, that... That probably had like a forty percent chance of happening. Now it's down to like ten percent because they the, the whole this is boring thing with uh, oh like I don't, Seth and Dean. I don't think Seth is going to face any brunt of that. Seth he's proven over and over again this year that he is a fun. If wrestler. you don't think that 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 sort of laid some doubt in this Vince McMahon's mind in terms of well he can't play place the blame for that squarely and entirely on Seth's feet I don't, think, two people I, in I that don't match. think he can either I don't and think he one should one of the participants in that match has proven throughout 2018 to be one of the most exciting wrestlers on Raw whereas the other participant in that match has proved repeatedly throughout his W career that he has a tendency to underwhelm anyways um, I'm just saying it brought the percentages of that down of it happening or main eventing main eventing oh yeah because I think Oh, yeah, no, I think Seth that match is going to happen. Seth will probably win the Universal title at WrestleMania. Probably, be great. Should. However, should. Rousey versus Becky Lynch has to main event WrestleMania. Yeah. Just makes all the sense Absolutely. in the world storyline-wise, financially. By every metric I can conjure up, it makes the most sense. There is nobody, there's nobody else. No Undertaker match. No HBK match. No John Cena match. 
they even even if John Cena went after Daniel Bryan for that WWE title, which you and I both hope, hope that happens. It, I hope it happens and it should happen. Uh, even that isn't bigger than Ronda Becky. Nope. It absolutely imagine, imagine this is, is the, the top of the card for Mania. Main event, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. Then you got Brock versus Seth. You got uh, 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 um, AJ, maybe HPK. And then you got Daniel Bryan and John Cena. Those are four awesome, stellar marquee matches at the top of the card. Hey, let me ask you something. Do you think that Vince McMahon, uh, AJ Styles weird segment, is that some sort of bizarre way to set up AJ Styles versus HBK? I don't know how. And I still don't know what the point of that segment was besides I'm, I've sort of come around to the idea that Vince is just trolling being the elite. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, I've kind of come around to that. Maybe. Do you think he watches every episode of Being the Elite? No. No. Someone fills him in on it, maybe. Uh, Melser does add, though, that Charlotte could be added to the match still at this point to make it a triple threat. Yeah. Another uh, interesting note from the newsletter. Uh, apparently, Ronda's initial opponent for, opponent for Mania wasn't going to be Charlotte at all, but Natalia, uh, Melser states, quote, the two things that took that out of the picture were that Lynch and Flair got hurt and that Jim Neidhart died. And once Neidhart died, Vince didn't want to turn Natalia heel on Rousey anytime soon. So I guess we got that pretty awesome match on Raw um, on Christmas Eve instead. That would not have main evented the show. No, no, it wouldn't have main evented the show. Really but that would have been Ronda's program heading into Mania. Yeah, which would have been which would have been good for Natalia. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have something way bigger here. Oh yeah, way bigger. Oh, so yeah. that's cool. Oh yeah, um, and it's interesting. Even you know, I don't know at what point Natalia versus Ronda was kind of in the works in terms of, of it being kind of penciled in for Mania. Yeah. But if they thought that before, they thought that was going to be the match even before considering Charlotte versus Ronda, unless they had that plan for the following year, that's that's interesting, you know? Yeah. Did you, what would the, we're going to talk about the, the horrific Raw ratings. I did not see the SmackDown numbers yet. I think they probably got delayed because of the holiday. Because usually we get the Raw numbers the following day. They didn't come in until today, Thursday. Oh, so oh the Rod numbers did come in today. We probably right. won't see the SmackDown numbers till, till tomorrow, tomorrow okay. Friday, all right, all right, after gotcha. this already goes up. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so this is all interesting stuff. Of course, as with everything in WWE, plans can always change on a dime. And of course, when you say plans, you mean Vince McMahon. Whims. His whims can change. <laughs> His whims can change Fickle. on a dime. Exactly. Fickle. You know what? How about this? My new pit bull, AJ Styles, versus Becky Lynch, the man. Let's see who comes out on top. Dad, you, that's uh, intergender. No, it's not. Becky says she's a man. We can do it now. Yeah, socially. It's, it's socially. It's and AJ, AJ let the animal out of him. He's an animal now. He's an animal now. That's what they can do. Yeah, that kills my voice when I do I that. I can imagine. It my throat like it just starts It sounds aching. like it would destroy it. I don't even it bother trying to try aching. it. Don't even bother. Yeah. Uh, you you uh, alluded to this. Let's talk about it now. Uh, ratings for Raw, not good. Woo, stink, stink. Yeah, ratings are in via Showbiz Daily, and Raw hit an all-time show, low. Showbuzz Daily. Oh, what did I say? Showbiz Daily. Oh, yeah, Showbuzz Daily. Sorry, just, you know, you see show. And B and you Z. You think it's going to be biz. <laughs> showbuzz Daily, all-time low for the Christmas Eve episode, drawing an average of 1.775 million viewers. This is down from last week, which saw 2.547 2. million viewers. 
Um, you know, you can't really expect a huge ratings bonanza on Christmas Eve. A be- sort of a better metric would actually be what it was last year. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah, look into that. All right, I'm going to look into I that. I mean, now. it was lower, obviously, because this is the lowest it's ever been. Uh, let's see. <laughs> That's a good point. So last year, Raw literally was on Christmas. And it was live. They did it live on Christmas Day. And this was, yeah. Well, that makes sense that it would be lower now. Uh, let's see here. December 25th, 2017, Raw WWE ratings. Let's see what they have here. Over slight a, decline. A slight decline? Oh, oh, my gosh. Started out 2.94, 2.95. It averaged 2.7. Wow, it's down a million over the course of a year. Whoa. Check in 2016 what it was. With the Christmas, we've been on the 26th. Correct. 26. See what uh, 12, 26, 16 is going to be. Viewers down for the holidays. We know that. Oh, 2. man. 9, yeah. 2.9. Prior, so it's down a million Around viewers. 2.85. That's what it was. 2.85. Over a million less viewers. Wow. I mean, you know, it was on Christmas Eve. Generally, I don't do do. It was taped. Like yeah, it was taped. So spoilers were out there, and people were dumping all over it in the first place. Yeah. Uh, Which is weird. I mean, we were there. It was a fun show. It's a forgettable episode, dude. No, I I, I, I agree with that. It was forgettable in the sense of storyline progression. There's there some really good matches. There's one really good match, and there no, was there's one good match. There's two really good matches and one good match. The one good... Wait, there was the... Revival. The tag match was really good. That was really good. I thought Ronda and Natalia was really good, that too. Was good. It was really good. And yeah. then the triple threat, the uh, Dolph, Drew, and Finn match was nah, good. Yeah, that was what it was. Yeah, it, it, was, for, it was forgetful, man. Nobody's watching that. Um... But then you had you had Vince as Santa Claus announcing. Yeah, why didn't that get three million viewers on its own? I know Vince in a Santa suit. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It, look, well, it kind of felt like they booked the Christmas Eve edition of Raw as if they knew it wasn't going to do anything. I think the the big bummer... whereas on SmackDown on Christmas night they booked that show as if it was, people were actually going to tune in and watch it. Yeah. And they had the U.S. title match. I mean, there was actually things that happened on that show. Well, I kind of feel like, and I don't know, every family does things different. Christmas Eve, I feel like people are more away from their TVs yeah. than Christmas night. Yeah. You know, Christmas night, everything's done. You're done with everything. Yeah, usually you dinner early. We went to my parents' house. No, wait, Christmas. What did we do Christmas? See, like my family, like Christmas Eve is the night. I'm sure. Yeah, me too. And then Christmas morning we do stuff like you know the kids open up their presents and stuff. And then it's early early dinner at like three, and then I think I took a nap on Christmas. But and I think things I, are done. Oh oh yeah yeah no we went to my parents' house just super low key on Christmas night like everything was done everything was was done with my parents had leftovers from Christmas Eve and so we went, there were a surprising number of cars on the road so people just go about their business Christmas night yeah. You know, they're just doing their thing. So yeah. it's kind of not surprising. But Christmas Eve, people are just doing stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally. Totally. I don't know. I guess if if you want to pull any sort of silver lining from these numbers, um, that's what WrestleZone had to say about it. Viewership actually rose after the first hour. <laughs> so the first hour saw about uh, 1.75 million viewers, and that went up to 1.78, almost 1.79 for hour two, and then dipped back down to 1.784 for hour three. There's no silver linings, man. It's no, it's all none. bad. It's all bad. But you can't, I mean, look, 
The shake the shake up is either going to work or it's not. We're heading into Rumble slash Mania season. Ratings are going to go up. Cena's coming back. Ratings are going to go up for that. But long term, they need to get their creative in order. They need I mean, to they learn really how to generate do. actual legitimate excitement. Yeah, again, exactly. Which they have a and, huge problem doing these and days. And it's kind of obvious, I would think, given what we've seen with the Elite and how they've sort of, you know, they're taking it upon themselves, evidently, to create a whole new promotion rather than sign with WWE. And I think it's WWE, if, if WWE was an exciting place to be, if they weren't trying to destroy the UK independent scene, for example, mm-hmm. uh, if they didn't, if they didn't make a mockery of Raw's tag division, for example, mm-hmm. like maybe they'd have a chance at signing some of these guys. I know you the know? enthusiasm gap between WWE and basically any other wrestling promotion is huge. Seemingly, I mean, yeah. we saw the over this weekend or the or this past couple of days, the Madison Square Garden uh, house show. Yes, the day after Christmas, usually the like the most well-attended house show mm-hmm. of the entire year mm-hmm. was down to about 11,000 attendees. The same night in Chicago, there was a SmackDown house show. Only drew about 6,000, but apparently they didn't even announce what the main event was. Yeah. And so after a WWE title cage match between Daniel Bryan, The Miz, and Mustafa Ali, a bunch of people left. They thought the show was over. Yeah, yeah. Little did they know the main event was actually Charlotte versus Becky versus Asuka. Yeah. So they wrestled to like, half the crowd that was there earlier that's horrible that's so bad that is so bad it is bad uh and of course this is coming on the coming off the heels of the ring of honor uh new japan uh, super show what is it called Supercard of honor or something like that g1 Supercard. g1 Supercard. <laughs> everything with the ring of honor is of honor um out, uh, selling out fifteen thousand saturday before wrestlemania mm-hmm. uh, madison square garden so this it's just I think I think that all in it had like two effects. Number one, it put a massive spotlight on how exciting non WWE wrestling is, mm-hmm. and it put a giant spotlight on how not exciting WWE product is. Mm-hmm. And that's not a knock on the performance, it's a knock on the creative. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing exciting going on there. No. No. And they thought that NXT would help build a little bit, bit of buzz for the MSG show. And according to Dave Meltzer, anyways, the reaction was fairly tepid for the NXT match itself. Interesting. Yeah. So the people popped big for Cena. Yeah. He came out and humiliated Baron Corbin again. Yeah. That's sort of Cena's uh, Twilight Years gimmick is humiliating yeah, yeah, Baron yeah, Corbin. Yeah. Putting over some superstars, but consistently humiliating Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyways. Uh, oh, yeah. Here we go. Before we continue, Larson, uh, let's do that. There we go. Yeah. Uh, what would it look like, Larson, if we all just listened more? Listening to audiobooks motivates us, inspires us, even brings us closer together. And there's no better place to listen than Audible. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet. For example, Audible offers an extensive selection of pro wrestling books, including Slobberknocker, Jim Ross's autobiography, narrated by good old JR himself. There's a ton of wrestling books on Audible. Yeah, Chris Jer- awesome stuff. A couple of Chris Jericho's books are on there. Uh, Bill Apter's books on there. I think a while ago, anyways, they had that uh, Death of WCW book. Mm. I think that was on there. Um, anyways, and now Audible members get even more. Each month, members receive one credit good for any audio book they choose, plus two Audible originals and exclusive audio fitness programs at the beginning of the year, man. Everybody's trying to, they're setting their, their body goals right now. Yes, plus your books are yours to keep. With Audible, you can go back and re-listen anytime, even if you cancel your membership. Don't like your audio book? Exchange it. 
No questions asked. Start a 30-day trial and your first audiobook is free. Go to audible.com slash G-I-R or you can text G-I-R to 500-500. That's 500-500. You can do it with audiobooks. Again, that's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash G-I-R or text G-I-R to 500-500. And thank you to Audible for sponsoring today's episode. And you're really helping out going in raw by going to audible.com slash G-I-R or texting G-I-R to 500-500. That's 500-500. Man, I was looking it up today. Uh, I plan on going to the gym. I got my own body goals, Larson. And uh, and there's a ton of even like non-wrestling books because we are we like stuff that isn't yeah, just yeah. wrestling. 1776. Great book. I know you've read it. I've read like the first chapter, I think, oh, in fantastic. book form. It's fantastic. But it's the kind of thing that, and it's got David McCullough, the writer, mm-hmm. who's also a terrific narrator. Yeah, he narrates it. Narrating it. You should do and it. And it's like a warm blanket of history, man. Yeah, it's great. So I'm definitely going to check that out. fascinating read and listen. Absolutely. Anyways, thanks again to Audible. We Thank appreciate it. Thank you very it. much. Uh, moving on. Oh, this is exciting. Are you ready for this, Steve? This is very interesting. Countdown to All Elite Wrestling. Has it begun? Yes, it has. Matt Jackson posted a very, very interesting tweet. Uh, late last night, early this morning. It was captioned simply with, who's ready? And it featured a screenshot or a still of some sort of countdown that was set to hit zero at midnight, January 1st, 2019. Of course, that is the exact moment in time when both the Jackson brothers, Matt and Nick, the Young Bucks, will be officially free agents. So what kind of uh, announcement are we expecting here? All Elite Wrestling, all in two, what's it going to be? Okay, so this was... This was just a new being the elite, which is going to say all this stuff. Part of the uh, part of the, the the Wrestling Observer newsletter this, uh, this week, uh, Meltzer was talking about uh, Impact, and mm-hmm. uh, and it's moved to the Hunting Channel Pursuit 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 Pursuit, Pursuit of a What do you think of Callis? Kind of this is a tangent. Callis saying they're going to kind of make a edgier product now that's on Pursuit, sexier, edgier. That's what he said. They already have that Scarlet Bordeaux angle where she's essentially, you know. Yeah. Like her skits look like porn. Adult film stuff. Well, they, they look like the setup for pornography yeah, yeah. stuff. You yeah. know? I don't know. I mean, that's cool. More hardcore guy look, from TNA dude, stuff. To be honest, with you, I, I was saying, I'm like, Impact needs to be an hour long. There's no need for it to be two hours. Yeah. They have a they have a, a fantastic roster that could be great with like an hour, you know? Which is a good segue because I think what you're getting at is, is while Melser was talking about Impact TV deal, yada, yada, yada. He kind of tossed in this bit of a throwaway line. It's actually kind of important. It seems like a huge deal. It's a big deal. He says, quote, It is not a secret that there were forces attempting to sell Impact to AEW. That would be All Elite Wrestling. Wrestling a few months ago. But that proposal was turned down. So there's two things here to take from this. Of course, Anthem was trying to get rid of Impact. Probably because it was like just uh, losing money hand over fist. Two, as of a few months ago, I don't remember when the first rumors about AEW coming out were a few months ago would be over the summer. Yeah, I know. I know. And I know we're re- between late summer and midsummer. I don't remember when those first rumors I started. It was October or something like that. It was, November, it October. It was definitely after All In, but I think it was a little Well late. after, yeah. I think it was like November. Yeah. I think it was only like a month and a half ago. So uh, if there was rumors flying within the industry of all being a yeah, thing. It's no secret. Evidently it was a secret. We didn't hear about it. We yeah. read your newsletter all the time. Yeah. You know, Melser, he has sources, young bucks, Cody. Yeah. Kenny Omega directly. Yeah. yeah. And this is the first we're hearing about this, this non secret. Yeah. It's just weird. <laughs> and just to toss in this sentence, 
in, in, in a, a segment of the newsletter is completely unrelated to anything else All Elite Wrestling. That would come later in the newsletter. Yeah. Um, it was just weird. It is very weird. But if, if that were the case, say if one of uh, Tony Khan's strategies and in in, in the Young Bucks and, and Cody uh, in terms of, of forming All Elite Wrestling and getting a really good roster, mm-hmm. if that was one of the plans was to go and try to buy Impact and rebrand it as All Elite Wrestling with Cody and the Young Bucks as kind of you know the, the top guys to build the promotion around, then um, along with them you have Brian Cage, Sammy Callahan, um, Jordan Grace, Tessa Blanchard. You would have had a roster that rivals Pentagon. that rivals NXT mm-hmm. right now in your hands, mm-hmm. and you don't have the 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 stigma of it still being branded Impact. You got you got a lot of money behind it. Yep. Wrestlers would be happy going yep. there. It would be that. I mean, you would instantly legitimately have you know that you'd have. Instantly. They would be a, they would be a really good TV deal away from from really making some solid headway. Exactly, yeah. That's all it would take if they got on, I don't know, some major cable network. Something yeah. that wasn't pop or pursuit. Yeah. Something they actually had. It was in 90 to 100 million homes, you know? Um, let's see here. There was, oh, yeah. So, and that was the other thing that was kind of interesting about uh, what he said in the newsletter is that Impact's share of the pop TV revenue deal amounted to about $20,000 per week. It's not enough to put on a wrestling promotion. What is that, about a million, about a million a year? Yeah. That's not a lot of money. It's not a lot of money. It's not a lot of money. It's uh, not. Combine that with the paltry gate that they were getting for mm-hmm, their shows. Mm-hmm. That's not a ton. Losing money, man. Right there. Uh, Melser also adds, quote, once everyone is out of the Ring of Honor contracts as of January 1st, I expect some real tangible all elite wrestling news. I expect more will come up probably sooner than later. Later. But I'm guessing that the all elite wrestling deals would be exclusives, mm. at least for the North American market. In the end, both Ring of Honor and all elite wrestling—that is hard to say—if it becomes a thing, would vie for the New Japan working relationship, and maybe New Japan could even work with both companies. But the all elite wrestling guys wouldn't be on a Ring of Honor show. Is how I see this going so down. So you could you could say what you want about Meltzer's speculation sources in the WWE. This is as solid as it gets yeah. for all elite wrestling. Yeah. This is because he is literally getting this from the elite. The E in AEW, that's his source. <laughs> so uh so that's that's fascinating. That's why that's why it's it's you know, things were things things are gonna get very interesting as it pertains to Ring of Honor and New Japan. Mm-hmm. Because Cody is very like, you know, he still wants to work with New Japan, he wants to be a better wrestler and be in New Japan. Uh, I mean, it, you know, right now, Kenny is the IWGP heavyweight champion. Historically speaking, the champ doesn't lose at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. It's been like seven or eight years since the, the heavyweight champ lost the belt at Wrestle Kingdom. So historically speaking, that just doesn't happen. Yeah. Not to say it won't this time around, um, depending on what his plans are going forward when his contract expires at the end of January. But say he retains, um, he's probably not going to leave New Japan because I know there's still stuff he wants to do there. But at the same time, is I have a hard time believing he wouldn't work somewhat with All Elite Wrestling too. When did he re-sign last year? Do you remember? End of January. End of January. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it would... Boy, Ring of Honor is getting hit hard. Like, that's the thing. Basically, Cody and the Young Bucks have set up Ring of Honor's direct competition. Pretty much. Because up until now, Ring of Honor's... The only real competition they have is like NXT. That's mm-hmm. basically well, it. kind of impact too. 
Yeah, kind of impact. But it's basically like WWE's like poaching yeah. Ring of Honor, basically, yeah. you know. Um so yeah, now like they are setting up Ring of Honor's direct. Like this is essentially they will be Ring of Honor 2.0. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, I'm sorry, but for right now, anyways, a much more exciting Ring of Honor. I really love the signings that Ring of Honor have made. Yeah, me too. But and then there's that there's then there's the matter of, you know, Marty Skrull's there. That dude is leaving. Yeah, that's like a he's got he, this is a lame duck term of his contract. It really apparently is. it's up in April. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's all. That's all very interesting stuff. And you know? and if uh, all elite at any point did have aspirations or plans to try to purchase Impact and use that as the building blocks of their future promotions, that fell through. Mm-hmm. You know, who's not to say they didn't go to New Japan and say, "Hey, we can more or less be your your North American affiliate." Mm-hmm. Essentially, you want it. You want like the a real basis for an expansion. We're it. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's all very interesting stuff. It's it's like Meltzer says, as of January first, yeah, it very interesting. Whenever the 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 clock that Matt Jackson reference uh, hits zero, I imagine we'll get a new episode of Being the Elite, and we'll start getting information about all this stuff. Yeah, well, that's, um, that's pretty exciting stuff. It all is. right, let me ask you this: We what? have to do. Okay, so wait a second. Uh, that episode. What, what's the exact? What's the exact date and time? Is that? Is that it'd countdown? January, it'd be uh, January first, midnight on January first, midnight. So ball drops. New being the elite, they announced their plans. We have to do. Granted, you and I are both going to be sleeping probably by twelve oh five. No, I'm I'm planning to last till midnight. Right. The first, you and I have to do an emergency podcast, like a fifteen minute thing. That's I can't make any guarantees, man. I, I can't big, stay up that late anymore. Big, big. No, I'm not saying no. I'm not saying let's do it at midnight. Oh, I'm saying like around noon the next day. We'll be in the office the next day. No, oh, no first. Okay, yeah, you're right. We All hadn't right. planned on it. All right, I'll just run over here. You're literally yeah, a, I'm just down a the walk road. away. You gotta get back on those emergency podcasts, man. Well, we do stuff every day, so we don't really have to do emergency <laughs> podcasts yeah, anymore. No need for them whatsoever. No. But that's a pretty big deal. That's it would be a huge deal. deal, assuming that anything of, of consequence is announced mm-hmm. at the stroke of midnight, January 1st. I, can, I mean, can I just appeal to them? Just save it to like noon the next day. Just save it to like noon on the 1st. Then we can come in. We can come in and well, do it Well, if that's like, the case, save it till like 9 a.m. on the 2nd. That's unreasonable. This is their business they're trying to start. This is our business we're trying to keep going. <laughs> I have no power to dictate to them how they conduct their business, but neither I did, do I. Yeah, I would, I would, I would ask them keep it in line with how we do our business. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, because we're going to be the official podcast of all elite wrestling. Sure. <laughs> speaking of, uh, of of wrestlers in New Japan who won't be going to all elite wrestling, the Ace. But if but if all elite wrestling has a special working relation with New Japan, he could he could because well, he has signed with New Japan. He has re-signed with New Japan. The, the ace is staying in New Japan. Hiroshi Tanahashi announced on his Twitter today that he signed a new deal with New Japan. However, no terms. Um, of course, there's a lot of speculation as to what the future may hold for current IWGP champion and Tanahashi's Wrestle Kingdom opponent, Kenny Omega. So the timing of this contract signing announcement are interesting. Of course, they've had this whole storyline going to the Wrestle Kingdom match about how Tanahashi is representative of like the old school, strong style of New Japan, whereas Kenny Omega uh, embraces uh, uh, different styles. Um, best bout machine styles. Best bout machine styles. Uh, is willing to do comedy matches. 
hardcore matches, a variety of matches, not just wrestle the one way, different approaches to training, all this stuff. A very unique approach to a storyline heading into a huge main event match at the second largest wrestling show uh, in the entire world of mm-hmm. each year. Um, uh, so contrast that with Kenny, who of late has kind of not really been making the press rounds very much, at least according to Melser, because um, he notes, quote, he doesn't feel comfortable since most of the questions would be regarding his 2019 future, and he said he felt like whatever he said would become social media fodder and be taken out of context. That's Yeah, I mean, look at what happened last year. That's why I was asking about that. Look what happened last year. Um, Everything was about, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to go to the Rumble? Are you going to be in the Rumble? Are you going to be in the Rumble? And this poor guy, and Kenny seems like, he genuinely seems like a, like a really genuine guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he was out on, on all these interviews. I don't know. And he felt, you can tell, like, he feels compelled not to come off as shady. Mm-hmm. He feels compelled to try to say as much as he can. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it just seemed like it was probably overwhelming for the guy. Yeah. You know? And understandably so. Yeah. So, uh, no, he was like, uh, back then, you know, he would say, well, 75% decided on one company and not the other company, but there's this, there's that. So now it just sounds like he's just staying out of it. Yep. You know, he's yeah. like, come January 29th or 31st or February 1st, whatever day he is officially a free agent, so he doesn't resign in advance with New Japan, mm-hmm. then he'll probably say something. Until then, he's not going to say a word. However, if he does drop that title at Wrestle Kingdom, it's going to potentially speak volumes. I mean, well, man, I hate saying this. I hate getting into like the ooh. How has he not made up his mind at this point? He's got to know exactly what's on the table with all eight wrestling. Oh yeah, he knows what's on the deal. What's what's on the table from New Japan? Oh yeah. The fact that he hasn't signed, I mean, I know where my, I'll put it this way. I know where my predictions are going. You know what I mean? It's a different situation than it is with WWE, you know. I mean, in this case, he's either going to go to WWE or he's going to go to All Elite Wrestling. But I don't think he's going to, like, re-sign. And if he was going to, like I said earlier, if he was going to, he with All Elite Wrestling, he could have his cake and eat it, too. He could sign with New Japan and Moonlight with All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, that's why I think he, that's the most likely scenario. But why isn't he just re? If that's the case, why isn't he just re-signed with New Japan? Well, maybe, then? maybe pure speculation. Go I mean, ahead. I think the timing of this Tanahashi contract signing is not coincidental. I think this is all to build anticipation for this match. Where look, Tanahashi, he's true to New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's going to stay here. He's a lifer in New Japan. He's not going anywhere. Whereas Kenny, his future is very obviously up in the air. So That's do you all think, building so the storyline for the they're match. using that? I mean, I know they've they've kind of alluded to it. Like Kenny even said, didn't he say in an interview recently where he thinks everybody who signs with WWE like turn their back on New Japan and stab people in the back or whatever oh, it was? I don't remember. You remember that really? Yeah, that was like you're the one who pointed out to me. Really? Yeah. No, oh, I don't remember that at all. Well, go ahead and keep talking about stuff. Oh, look it up. no, that's pretty much it. Um, as far as that story. Was this recent or is this a couple of years ago? Uh, that sounds like something that he might have said a couple of years ago. Let's see here. I mean, unless I read something that happened like a couple of years ago. Uh, Could be. I'll move on to the next story. Who wants to party with Bullet Club? Oh, here we go. No, yeah, it was just from the other day. Oh, okay. No, um, I didn't point that out to you then. Okay, let's see here. It was, uh, so he's in, this is the part is of the this, Wrestle Kingdom Where, where is this from? Uh, let's see here. Tokyo Sports. Gotcha. So this is yeah, that he has, same. He has been doing some press in Japan, but I guess in the states he has been doing any. Six days ago, uh, let's see here. Further asked about his criticism of Tanahashi. Uh, 
Let's see. It was interviewed by, oh, by the company website, by New Japan's website. Oh, gotcha, website. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, here we go. Here we go. He said, you know, crazy here. And granted, this is all in character, but still. Um, he says, uh, how there's this effing image where all these who stabbed you in the back, stabbed New Japan in the back, Prince Devitt, Nakamura, Styles, Gallows, Anderson. You guys still praise these mother effers as heroes. They stabbed you in the effing back. Who raised this company up from the ashes? Who was the one who saved all you peasants? It was effing me. That's why I stood up on the apron. That's why I voted for myself. I was the only one with courage. I was the only one to effing do it. Um, so, I mean, granted, that's in character and everything. Yeah. But still, I don't know, man. I think that you could be right. I mean, they could be using his will he resign, will he not. Tanahashi's resigning as sort of, uh, you know, adding to the intrigue. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Maybe my prediction won't go there. Maybe my prediction will be with New will be with Kenny Omega. Uh, no, we already did our Wrestle Kingdom predictions. Those are done. Those are sealed. We did it when they announced the card. We didn't do confidence points. So we can add confidence points. Oh well, yeah, I didn't know those are real predictions. Oh, oh I was okay. Just, I was goofing around. All right, I guess I'll do real predictions then. I think I I, I voted for Tanahashi. Now you I'm did. changing that. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's not real. The last episode that we do before uh, Wrestle Kingdom. That's when we do our that's predictions. That's the real one. That's the real predictions. All right, all right. Hold on. Let me ask you something. What? Were those predictions... Number one, we didn't do that as its own video. So we're no. going to definitely do that. Yeah. Um, and number two, uh, did we put Wrestle Kingdom 13 predictions in the title of the episode? I don't think so. See, that's a thing. I think it was just an offhand thing. Yeah, those were, those were goof. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now I have more information. Tanahashi resigned. I'm better informed. All right. As are you. I mean, I didn't think Tanahashi was going to to to, to all lead or WB anyways. Oh, I never thought that was going to happen. No, no. So him resigning just seems like a formality at this point. Anyway, but the big ballyhoo about it. I think yes. you're right. I think that might be something. Yes. Because uh, I can't usually when people resign with New Japan, there's not that level of of uh, fanfare. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, you want to party with Bullet Club? Evidently not. Well, we're not getting time. invited give by Tamatonga. Tamatonga just asked people to, to, to send them ideas who they wanted at the block party. Anyways, so Tamatonga, at the end of his show at uh, Cork and Hall recently, announced that there was going to be a Bullet Club block party that was going to go down April 7th in New Jersey. Of course, April 7th is also WrestleMania Day. Um, but Tama assured everyone that the block party won't interfere with anything else going on that particular Sunday while adding, quote, to be clear... This is actually from the Bullet Club Block Party Twitter. To be clear, since we keep getting this question, this isn't some invade the parking lot and throw up a tent event. This is going to be a real venue where we call the shots to be ready for a real party. Uh, Jimmy Seafood, who is partnering with Bullet Club to put on the block party, will evidently release more details on January 2nd. Cult of Hulk got invited. I know. It's good for them. Good for them. What does that mean? Why can't you be happy for other people? What do I care about other people? I care about us. I want to be invited. Maybe we will be. I feel bad. Now, here's the thing. It'd be hypocritical for us to accept that invite. Why? Because I proclaim Bullet Club's dead. I've said that without the elite, they're nothing. I gotta, I, you know, I can't, I, I can't, you know, I can't turn around now just because I want some invite to some awesome party. Well, I never said that, so I'll go. You'll go? Yeah. Oh, it'll be like when I went to the performance exactly. center. Exactly. And I'll hold the fort down here. Yeah. I'll do the Mania live stream. All by yourself. Perfect. And then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go hang out with Tomatonga. Bad boy Tomatonga. Bad luck Fale. Carl Anderson. No, he's not going to be oh, there. Doc yeah. Gallows. No, man, he's not going to be there either. 
Bone Soldier. He'll be there. Yeah, the new one will be. Yeah, there. yeah. AJ Styles. No, he won't be He's there. He's not going to be there. Real rock and roller. Definitely not going to be there. Darn it. Um, however, if Cultaholic's going to go, that's sort of more exciting to me. I'd get drunk with those guys. That'd be fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm little British dudes. Pachiti's actually pretty tall. Yeah, he's a tall guy. He's really thin, though. I could probably take him down. <laughs> you say something nice. I'll throw you at him. How about that? You can't pick me up. Oh, I could pick you up. How much do you deadlift? Huh? More than you. Doubtful. You don't even do deadlifts. I know, but I'm pretty sure I can. No, I'm saying more than you weigh. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think you got I a bad could. back. You probably couldn't do. I could, you my back is fine. You're, you're, <laughs> you're the one who's always sitting here complaining about stuff. He's using my neck. You yeah, use your exactly. neck to deadlift. You're a pain in the neck. I'm going to give you an AA at this party. I you guarantee you that. You're going to give me nothing. Guarantee you that. Guarantee you that. So that sounds like a blast. Unfortunately, uh, unless we get an invite from Bullet Club, we won't be able to attend, but it sounds like it'd be fun. Yeah, it sounds cool. It sounds really cool, but, you know, we need all expenses. I want to try some of this Jimmy Seafood. Like, all the wrestlers talk about it. Yeah. You know, I like myself some crab cakes, some seafood. Mm-hmm. So I think they have some sort of mail order thing where you can, you can order some crab cakes and get them shipped to you. Maybe I'll do that. Do you like crab cakes? Yeah, but shipped to you. Yeah, I mean, this, this, they're frozen. Like, like Omaha steaks? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all frozen. Yeah, I don't know. That could be cool. If, like I said, if we get, if we get invite with all, let's, I'm going to check the Twitter. I posted like a little funny gif. Yeah, you did. That was And good. then a bunch of people kept on asking about us. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Let's see. Should we, if, find if, out. in lieu of this block party, should we order some Jimmy's seafood to have on hand for our WrestleMania live stream? Reaction live stream? God, no. Why not? Because we're, if we don't get invited, no, I'm, no, I'm anti. If we don't get invited, I'm anti everything. I'm anti Tamatanga. No, you're not. I'm anti cultaholic. No, you're not. Anti Matthew. No, you're not. Anti if WrestleTalk get invited, I'm anti them. No, you're not. Damn them all. No, you're That's not. That's what I say. No. And no, and especially Jimmy Seafood. I'm anti that. Man, I really want to trust. We Jimmy don't get seafood. invited. All expense paid. I'm. Oh man, I'm burning down. Yep. Believe oh that. my goodness. I don't. I will never predict a win for Bullet Club again. That's terrible. Here. That's terrible. Uh, I'm seeing if we. Uh, these are all just questions, man. I want. I want to know if Tom Matonga is inviting us. No, he would have tagged us. It hasn't happened yet, and it may never happen. It probably will never happen. Look at but that, that's people. okay. It's not okay. Kind of flipping. Oh man, so irritated. Whatever. I like Simon Miller though. He might be Bullet Club soon. Mm-hmm. But nope. I'm trying to find the questions here. Wait, the question thread? On Twitter, yeah. Yeah, I have it. All right, we'll start reading questions. Then. Um, uh, Chris, uh, Kirsten Harwood, with six NXT call-ups being announced, will their debuts be before, during, or after the Rumble? And do you think it'll mean there won't be any after Mania like usual? Uh, with six NXT... Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I think they'll probably all be before the Rumble. And I don't necessarily think it will preclude any additional ones post-mania. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Six are being called up, and then, like, six more after the Rumble or after Mania? I don't know, man. I kind of feel like... Who's to say uh, it's going to be six more? It could just be a couple. One or two to Raw, one or two to SmackDown. I'll put it this way. I still think there's mileage to get out of... I mean, okay, who could be called up? 
Velveteen Dream needs to. He's done a lot in 2018, and he's going to get stale if he doesn't get called up. Mm-hmm. Alistair Black, I still feel, can actually do quite a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I he can. Undisputed Error do... still can, but I wouldn't be surprised either if Undisputed Error got called up either. If Dude, if, they, if, if Vince wants to generate some buzz... You got to call up some of these, some of those big NXT names. Mm-hmm. NXT is just too good to be wasted in NXT. <laughs> you know, they need the ratings, man. They need the ratings. They so you got to call some of these guys up. Uh, let's see here. Uh, SAG asks Since NXT is on the network, could you see it going TV 14 one day? And would that be a good idea? What can you do on TV 14? Can you still like side boob? I think you can show side boob. Maybe you can have some more adult language. Maybe. Can you say S word on there? I don't know. Ish. Can you say ish? I don't know. Does YouTube flag ish? Uh, I'm, I don't know. I don't think so. I assume probably. Well, don't say any more then. Demonetized. Yeah, don't say any more. Um, I don't know if it's necessary to go TV 14. No, I don't think it is at all. I think NXT will succeed would, or fail I'll based be honest, on, man. It, on the in-ring product more than anything. It'd be oddball if all of a sudden people started saying ish. I know. It'd be just weird. It, it would be it weird. Would probably just, it would throw me off. It would take me know? out of the show. Andrew Hodge, with Mustafa Ali transitioning to SmackDown Live, do you think more people would be willing to go to 205 as now someone has escaped, or is Mustafa a special case will have no impact on the future members of 205 Live? Um, it all depends on if 205 Live actually survives the next like four months. Oh man, I forgot I was gonna look up the uh, the ratings. Oh yeah, do that. How do we get access to those? I don't know. Um, so Mustafa know. Ali is off two hundred five live. Lucha House Party is barely on two hundred five live. They could transition full time to Raw and be no ratings this week. It's a holiday week. Maybe all the all that kind of information is delayed. Um. And really, I don't know who else on 205 Live could probably realistically get called up apart from, we've seen Mustafa, Lucha House Party, Buddy Murphy, if and when he drops that belt, Cedric, maybe Drew Gulak. But apart from those guys, I don't really see anybody else getting called up. I think they really like Mike Bennett and Canellis. Oh, yeah, yeah, Maria Canellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maria Canellis. Oh, TJP could, get, could be on Maine. He could be on Maine. He could be on Maine. That's a lot of people, though. It is because then you're just looking at a at a really packed main roster. Mm-hmm. There's just too many people, and there is a lot of people. Um, let's see here, Justin Wern. If all eat wrestling officially happens, power rank your top five non elite wrestlers that need to go to all eat wrestling. The club. No, nah, man, they're using them now. That was <laughs> well. They gave them their network show. Did somebody leave us that question? Or did I just see that? Oh no! I think it was I think it was Matthew from Botchamania who tweeted out something like, "It's curious that the club are on TV now. Finn's getting a push, uh, and then uh, who else is related to them? I guess AJ. You know, punches Vince in something that could be construed as a being the elite. You know, homage or mocking or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, right on the verge of all elite wrestling and all their contracts being up. Yeah. One about Finn, but the other one, other other guys. But then Nakamura's contract is supposed to be up relatively soon. And yeah. he just lost that U.S. title. But is all of that like some way of stealing their thunder or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's some way of stealing their thunder, but you know, if you want to try to uh, convince Gallows and Anderson to stick around, you give them their own network show and put them on TV more often potentially. I think Gallows and Anderson, I mean, 
they all, I'll be honest with you, they all seem happy. Mm-hmm. They all seem happy. Um, Gals and Anderson, obviously, because they're on TV the least, like you would think that maybe, but every time you see them, they seem really happy. You never hear it like with Rusev. How many times over the year have we heard Rusev's unhappy, Rusev's unhappy? Mm-hmm. You never hear that with the club. Yeah. And they've got that, you know, Botchamania ripoff now. They always seem happy. Abs Anderson's always posting Instagram pictures showing how happy his life is. I don't think any of those guys are going to have, I don't think they have any danger of losing any of those guys. Now, the Revival, that's a different. I could see a team like the Revival maybe, mm-hmm. but I don't know, man. They all have a pretty plush in WWE. If you're already on the main roster, you've got it pretty plush. I don't know, man. If they, if, if we've had this conversation several times, that if, if, if Ollie can pay you 75% of what your WWE contract is, plus you get the benefit of not being on the road 200 days a year, that can be alluring to, to people in WWE now. But also, I'll add this to the, to the equation. I mean, time will tell. I don't know if you're right. I don't know if I'm right. Time will tell. But with how many people are underneath the main roster you got to think if you're on main roster you're like man i made it here and there's a ton of people under me mm-hmm. you know that also has to make you feel kind of good about your spot even if you're not on tv it's like well i'm on main roster yeah so i'm here i still have a better chance than everybody underneath me yeah from you know having the exposure that i could potentially have like at this point, just getting to main roster is kind of a big deal. It's kind of an accomplishment. It kind of is, because you, what you gonna go to all elite wrestling? What to build your brand even more to try to get back to square one with WWE? You well, know? I think maybe I think probably one of the goals of all elite is to make it an endpoint, not for someone to go and and build their brand just to jump to WWE, but for that to be. You know, I don't think any wrestling company is ever gonna get be built to a point where it's legit direct competitor at WWE in terms of the size and scope of what they do. Mm-hmm. But if wrestlers can go to all elite and make a really good living, um, you know, have a, a, a place to work where it doesn't demand being on the roads as much, people might be into that and yeah. not really worry so much about being, you know, just another hand in WWE where they can actually be on all elite and actually be, play a pretty major role yeah. and still make good money and work a better schedule. Yeah, I'll believe when I see it. Avid Reyes says, in order to continue to make SmackDown Live and Raw different, what do you think of folding the U.S. title and moving the Cruiserweight title to SmackDown Live? Well, we've heard that they want to make SmackDown more sports-focused mm-hmm. to fall in line with uh, Fox Sports' other properties, which you know I always assume meant they were going to get Cletus, the NFL robot, showing up on SmackDown. Um, however, uh, I think we'll just see some shifting around of talent so, it, uh, you know, it, SmackDown will be probably the more athletic uh, competitors, I would say. Maybe that means a cruiserweight title, not necessarily. But, uh, I mean, like pretty much anybody with any MMA experience, I would expect to end up on SmackDown. Um, SmackDown, could, as much as, as, as fun as SmackDown is right now, it could be equally as fun and have a ton of buzz behind it, mm-hmm. if, it if it pivots a certain way. Mm-hmm. If it, you know, like those backstage press conferences like New Japan. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be so smart. I know. I think that'd be I so know. fun to do. If they keep the general feel of the creative the same and just change format slightly, it could be really awesome. I agree. And especially really open things up and let the wrestlers wrestle 
you know, like they, they know they, how. They need to do that on Raw too. I know. <laughs> like regardless, that needs to be across the dang. No, board. I agree. Let everybody just. But wrestle. I think especially on SmackDown, if the idea is to make it focus more on the athletic aspect of things and not so much on the take like the best matches from Two Hundred Five Live, and if you put those on SmackDown, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Mustafa Ali is such a great move in that direction. Yes. You know, and we saw that this week kind of with him in uh, Almas. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Thomas Speller, looking at spending my Christmas money on YouTube equipment. What should I get? Any advice on how to start a channel? Uh, when should I set up a Patreon? <laughs> big moves. Big yeah. moves from Thomas Speller. That's um, good. You That's don't need good. to spend a ton. I mean, I don't know what kind of stuff you want to do, and that would dictate a lot of what kind of equipment you would get. Um, you can get a pretty decent mic for 100 bucks. Um, you can get a decent camera for, what, a few hundred? Mm-hmm. Um, start with that. Our little Sony Vixia, the thing that I, uh, I'm sorry, Canon, Canon Vixia, yeah. yeah. The thing that it was like, I think it's a RF 200, I think. Um, it was $189, I think. And it's what I shot the interviews with from the Performance Center. It's what uh, we do our uh, We Book Raw mm-hmm. thing with um, for our like webcam. Uh, it's $189. Yeah, like you said, you can get a decent mic for, for pretty cheap. I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. Once YouTube gets their... Uh, gets their uh, a studio app like so you can like actually insert your monetization a smartphone is all you need yeah. it really is all, i mean it obviously it depends on what you want to do yeah but look at being the elite wasn't he like editing that on his phone or yeah, something? yeah movie yeah until he got a laptop so like i don't know it depends on what your goal is with videos with youtube if you're starting out saying well, it depends what you're creating too i'm sorry that's what i'm yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you what are you looking to do creatively if you, if you simply want to get on YouTube and say, I want to make video, I want to make money making videos. That's, that's not going to work. Yeah. That's not going to work. What you need to be doing is thinking about what do you have to offer on YouTube? What do you have to offer the world? What is, what is lacking from YouTube? Do you like, uh, name a subject, Larson? Uh, First thing that popped my head, medieval poetry. Okay. If you get on YouTube and you search medieval poetry, is whoever out there, if they're making medieval poetry videos, are they crap? Are they really good and really popular? Do you want to compete with that? If they're crap, then hey, there's a there's a, a hole out there. Or if they're really good and doing something really popular, but th- you think you have a different take. Yeah. Or different approach, yeah. Stylistically, a unique way of doing it, yeah. Then, by all means, pursue it. It's whatever. First and foremost, you got to cover material, do something that you're passionate about, because that passion will translate to your viewers. If you do something because you want to be a, a YouTube star and make money, that's <clears throat> the wrong motivation. <clears throat> you're not going to get anywhere. You just stop. Just stop right now. Um, research what you're like. If you're, for example, if Thomas is a fan of of going in raw, and he says. Well, I want to do wrestling podcasts. Great. There's a lot of wrestling podcasts out there. There's a lot of wrestling channels out there that are already doing that. What What's going to separate you from you everybody gonna else? What are you going to do that's different? Yeah. What are you going to do that's different? Yes. Um, so start there. And then the equipment, the Patreon, all that stuff. Like, you can start a Patreon. Nobody's going to go there if they don't know what you're doing. You got to get out there first. You got to build your audience. And then do that. We built our audience on Machinima using for 10 for the win. We we got paid essentially by a corporation to build our audience uh, and that we already had an audience ready to go. Mm-hmm. 
So we got laid off. It was like, oh, well, we got to do something. So let's transition to this. We love pro wrestling. It's what we love to talk about. So that's what we did. Uh, Abby Love, uh, who is the one person who you'd like to see enter the men and women's rumble who isn't currently on Raw or SmackDown? I want to see Cassius Ono in the men's rumble. Oh, yeah, that's number one. That's number one. That's like number one through ten for me. And then in the women's rumble. I want to see Deanna Perazzo. That'd be cool. She had a great match against Rhea Ripley uh, on the last couple of, the, the last episode of NXT UK. I really want to see Candice LeRae in the women's rumble. Mm-hmm. But I think I'd be more excited to see Bianca Belair. I think somebody who's been doing this for such a short amount of time, who's become so good at what she's done, I think she really deserves to get that spot. Mm-hmm. You know, I really, really believe that. I think it'd be fantastic if she did. One thing I really don't want to see in the women's rumble, or to be honest, the men's rumble, is uh, people who have been here, people who are returning. Like, I don't, I don't want to see Michelle McCool or yeah, I, I don't yeah, or yeah, yeah. Candace. Whatever, Mich- Candice Michelle. Candice Michelle. I don't want to see any of them. What's her name? Bar- uh, 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 Kelly Kelly. Mm-hmm. I don't. I have mm-hmm. no desire mm-hmm. to see that. I want to see people that are new or people who have spent years in the indie circuits, like Candice LeRae, who have paid their dues. They should get a shot. Cassiano should absolutely yeah see that Royal Rumble spot. Yes, for sure. Uh, JD the writer, Steve, would you take a chop from Walter for uh, Larson on air too sweet? No, God, no. Why would I do that? I'm only going to do on air too sweet for one Patreon tier. Yeah, I wouldn't. No, I I could care less if be two sweets. It'd be cool if we got two hundred thousand dollars for them. Mm-hmm. Like he's missing out on the two sweet. You don't know the joys of a two sweet. That's on you. You gonna two sweet me? No. Come on, please. Just once. One mm-hmm. time, I'm mm-hmm. too sweet. Your ear, here it comes. Don't touch me. Wow. Don't touch me. Wow. Mike Adams, who do you think will challenge Ricochet at Takeover Phoenix for the North American title? Johnny it's Wrestling. Be Gargano. Johnny yeah, Wrestling. It's going to be Gargano. Uh, Dalton, won't Becky and possibly Charlotte losing the Ronda at Mania result in an unsatisfying conclusion to her current story arc? Where does she go after that? Wait, what? If Becky loses to Ronda at Mania, that could be an unsatisfying conclusion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it will be. It will be. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Becky's whole story has been about not about forcing people to give her the opportunities that she's fighting for. You and I both really like Ronda Rousey. Mm -hmm. But she came in and she immediately was placed in a very prominent position. And I know, look, I know she worked really hard to get where she was. Yeah. But the story is that she was plucked from fame. Yeah. And brought that fame to WWE. Yes, yes, yes. Becky beating Ronda needs to happen to validate the story of somebody who has to fight for what they get. They are not given anything. Yes. No, I agree. That has to happen. I agree. Will it happen? Probably not. Probably not. Because I think Ronda winning in the main event WrestleMania is going to be the best thing for mainstream exposure. Yes. Yeah. So it probably won't happen. Probably won't happen. But that's really what should happen if you want to follow the the And that's that's kind of the thing is that Charlotte's storyline isn't Becky's storyline. So I think if you put Charlotte in there, she could take a pin, lose to Ronda, and that way Becky 
loses a match without eating a pin. Mm-hmm. Therefore, she can say, well, I was never pinned. Mm-hmm. You know, I still fought for my opportunity to take on Ronda Rousey in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. Jesse James Helsius. Uh, this is the last question here. What are some of your goals going into 2019? You're talking about, uh, yeah, what are your summer goals? You mentioned them earlier. I know you said you want to start going to the gym, like, more. Oh, well, yeah. We're, we're Oh, I don't know. I don't mean to bury this at the end of the Friday show, but we're starting early. We're going to do our yeah. streams earlier now. Yeah, nine. Nine in the morning Pacific, noon Eastern. And uh, one of the reasons is because you said you want to get back to the gym more often, right? Well, right now I don't have, like, it's it's just difficult because, like, I take the kids to school in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, to do what I want to do, like, I have to walk the dog. I have to get stuff ready. Sometimes I got to, like, finish up work stuff before I come in. Mm-hmm. Doing it early will, A, allow me to go straight from here to the gym. Mm-hmm. It'll just allow me to be more efficient. Allow both of us to be more efficient here in the office. Mm-hmm. It'll give us more time to produce more stuff, which is what one of my goals is. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, it'll it'll help streamline like what I do away from work too, which is one of those things is going to the gym. Yeah. You know. So I go to the gym morning in the morning now. So I got to change mm-hmm. all that. But you said it was cool. No, I said I, said I wasn't, I, I was said I wasn't going to stop. I wasn't going to nix your idea for the sake of me retaining my current gym schedule. Because as long as I go to three days a week, I'm content, but you'll still be able to go, right? Yeah. I'll find time. Yeah, okay, cool. I like going first thing in the morning for, cause it helps wake me up a little bit. Yeah. Cause like when we come in here on Fridays at, at nine, I'm, I feel out of it because I haven't fully, I feel mm-hmm. like I've fully woken up yet, but I'll get used to it. Um, well, I'm going to bring a coffee machine here yeah. too. Um, and then I want to do a comic book this year. Uh, and I want to get the channel back to a place where I'm happy with it. Those are my goals. I want to learn how to play piano this year, like really learn how to play. That's cool. How long have you had that as a goal? I just came up with it. Oh, okay. That's cool. Because I have fun just kind of learning how to play songs. Yeah. Like I learned I taught, I learned how to play kind of Maybe I'm Amazed, the Wings song. Oh, right on. Yeah. It's not hard. Once you know how to... Once you know how to cr- it's a McCartney solo song. No, was it a Wings one? Nope. It was on his... It was the very... One of the last tracks on his very first solo album. Oh, all right. The one where he interviewed himself in the liner notes about why he broke up the Beatles. Interesting. Even though he didn't break up the Beatles. No. Um, okay. Anyways, so just kind of learning how to play. I know how to make chords and stuff, mm-hmm. but just actually learning how to play. Yeah, that's like good. I don't think I can ever learn how to read music because that's hard. Yeah. I tried that once. Because <laughs> that's hard. Challenge yourself, man. Well, first I just want to get really good about doing different things with different hands. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the hard part of piano. you got playing a bass line with this hand over here and doing counterpoint Yeesh. melodies over here. That sounds... It's like a hammer out chords, fine. That's a piece of cake. Yeah. Mm. But actually playing like Counterpuntal melodies. Contrapuntal. Yeah. Sort of like that's what McCartney used to do play one melody in his bass line and sing a different melody. That's got to be hard. That sounds like it's, yeah, mm-hmm. really hard. Man, mm-hmm. my goodness gracious. So, yeah, those are my goals for 2019. Mainly, I just want to, I want to get going in raw. I want to, like, I don't know. I want, I want everything to be good about going in raw. And I never feel satisfied. I think that's kind of part and parcel with working on YouTube, man. <laughs> Everything's always in flux. I think it's I think it's I think it's part of owning a business, you know. Oh, that too. It's like you're always striving to make it the best you can, mm-hmm. you know, both for your consumer and and for yourself, for your bottom line, exactly. Um, 
But if I don't get invited to the block party, I'll be pretty years upset. of waste. Yeah, exactly. Years of waste. Moving on to 2020. It's, it's all it's all that. All right, everything's hinging on an invite from Tomatonga himself. It's not going to happen, so we're just going to pack it up. Really? Yeah. Just take 2019 off from going in raw and try again in 2020. Should we do that? Sounds good. All right, let's do that then. That's a good idea. Yeah. All right, there's some music for you guys. We got to get Hilton back in here, man. That's what we need. We need an employee. We need a lot of other things happen before that happens. They, they increased our credit line. You can't. You can't pay someone with payroll. You can't pay someone with a credit card, man. <laughs> oh man, open your mind, man. Open your mind. This is not can. sound business. It's terrible I'm not business. Sign off on that. Terrible business. Anyways, that's it for now. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.